Welcome back to this week's episode of Men in the Machine, Holland, Halloween in July 5, episode 2, part Electric Jake. Boogaloo. Oh, that's actually Craig, you said Jake. Part Craig. Uh, yeah. I'm Kevin. I'm Jake. I'm Craig. And I'm DJ. And I'm going to uh, uh, start off by saying I'm going to talk a lot less because I am feeling fucking tired right now. Juice cleanse. Juice cleanse tired. Well, yesterday I did a, a cast with Charles and, and Luke and I was like, I feel fucking awesome. And then this morning I was like, <laughs> so, yesterday, yesterday, had you just juiced before your your podcast? I might have. I should have grabbed the juice. No, yeah, I might have. I don't remember. In that case, can I start with a tangentially related to Halloween in July story? As long as you just really quick say what your movie is, because we we see. Oh right, right, right. My movie tonight is The Night House. Not to confuse with The Lighthouse. Right. Yeah. I will not be googling it all because I don't want to spoil the game at the end for us, but. Do you know the director's name? Dude yes, Rick? his name is David Bruckner. This is his second feature-length uh, movie. His first being The Ritual. Ritual. It's shocking Ritual. that the first was The Ritual to me, because that movie yeah. feels so polished. Uh, uh, yes and no. Like, like, it, it had a very Blair Witchy feel to it, yeah, which so, like uh, immediately in my head makes me feel like this is... A guy's first movie. I, I I have looked up his credits. He he's done several short films, yeah. not feature length, and he has written and produced a couple other movies. Uh, but okay. directorial wise, yeah. the ritual was first. So he's been in the biz yeah. for. This is his second movie, and his third movie will be the uh, Hellraiser reboot. I we, we just saw that. Yeah, yeah. We, we, yeah, we worked. We were trying to figure out what your movie was because we know you said it. We and it out, all we did was we googled the ritual and just saw what else the guy was yeah thinking. i went to because I, I knew if i googled the name of it i was worried i'd see the score so we googled that clicked the director found it and then i immediately mean went to i was able to look up quite a bit of it of it without actually ever seeing the rotten tomato score so i don't even yeah. know what it is yeah but if you go if you if we knew the name of the movie we would it would have prop yeah because yeah, on google yeah. it shows like oh yeah title. i just go straight to wikipedia and then i put stuff in judging, um, judging I, though by what i've seen of this guy's directorial style in both this movie and the ritual i feel like he'd be a good pick for a hellraiser reboot i'm this movie hesitant. was a lot more i think this movie was a lot more open to interpretation than the ritual was the ritual it, it very much spelled it out at the end i hmm I don't know if I, I feel agree like with this that. spelled it out at the end yeah. too. And I don't know if this the this gave me more of like a, this gave me more like a Babadook feel. Where you don't know what was real. Okay, I, Babadook I, I, is a movie I was thinking about in the back yeah. of my head mm-hmm. seeing this. Um, but before we talk about the movie at all, okay. tangentially, yep. uh, side tangentially. Bar. Uh, sidebar, yes, yeah. So sine, cosine, uh, tangent, Sokotoa, Sokotoa. That's a. Nope, that was going to be a racist joke. Moving on. I mean, yeah, it is sort of racist. There How was the video of that one teacher who, like, dressed herself. Oh, yeah, that, that was stereotypical that Indian was so joke. That's a thing that happened? Yeah, she oh, was just, like, parading around the classroom, like, chanting Sokotoa. Uh, yeah, Sokotoa. And, you know, as this person here with the second most indigenous ancestry, I am offended. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually need to get my 23 in the I did. I did. Yeah, well, yeah, I said second. Yeah, yeah. He's Mexican, yeah. so he's, like, a good, second. like, quarter. Uh, I was, uh, in, in uh, elementary school, I was a uh, Indian boy for a school play, and I wore the feathers, and I had a bow and arrow and all that stuff, and, like, the fake leather, like, get up. Not a great look now. The Obviously, I'm not to blame for it. No. My parents didn't encourage anything we did. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I had you didn't tell us the story about how, like, you went to a soccer game, and your mom's like, well, I'd go more if you didn't suck. Yeah, I, I, I had to get uh, That sounds lies. like a you problem. I had to get, It was hard to want to get good at that point. Hey, I, um, I, I had to get rides to like sports. Don't get me wrong; they took me to some. I'm not gonna act like they completely stranded me, but for the most part, anything extracurricular, I was on my own. All of us were. 
Yeah, it was pretty much the same. Yeah. yeah. My family loved me. No, they didn't. They I mean, wanted you to be a superstar athlete. Your dad was like the stereotypical, like, I didn't get to play in college, so you're going to play in college. He really was. Yeah. yeah. He did that with all of us. Yeah, he did it with three of you. He made this guy try to play football for multiple years. He played football for all of us who all yeah. to college. I was never good at it. He tried to play football. The thing is, he was always told he didn't have to play. That doesn't mean anything when that's yeah. the aftermark. When you're like, this is awesome, I love it, you're going to love it, right? Look how good you look, this is incredible. But you don't like have to. It's like I, also, I also did try to quit the team at one point. It was very sternly told I really shouldn't quit the team. Well, the rule was always that you couldn't quit through yeah. a season. You had to, you had follow, to... follow through with what you start, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is dumb, because quitting is like one of the best abilities humans have. Yeah. It's oh, man, I, I'm, I'm sawing through my leg, but it really hurts. Hey, finish what you started. Well, to be fair, you, keep my leg. you could have, like, uh, what's a trench foot? Yeah, yeah, I get you it. can't stop halfway there. You'll die. Yeah, that's true. So, so you know, it depends on catch twenty two. Yeah, yeah, there's good people on both. No, sides. no half measures. <laughs> yeah, Mike Herman Trout would say. Yeah. All right. Okay. Sidebar. So, yes, I was watching uh, one of my favorite streamers last night, Dolphin Chemist, right. and he likes to stream these generally shitty horror games from Supermassive Studios or some shit. Supermassive is awesome, Yeah, but their games, you're right. Yeah, it, so their first game was Until Dawn, which was actually pretty good because so he was doing the quarry? He was doing okay. the, yep, we're talking about the quarry. Okay. And yeah, Until Dawn was good because they had Sony money, but then the le- next three games had Bandai Namco, so they sucked. But this was 2K, and I was watching it, and overall, it was a fun experience, mm-hmm. but in the very beginning, and for people that don't know, it's like a it's a game like those Telltale games where you yeah. make decisions and you also have these quick time events, but it's more narrative. Yeah. And it's all mocap, so it's these actors, yeah. which Perfect. that's important. I actually saw, uh, I recognized the actor from uh, um, Modern Family. The The daughter from Modern Family is the young girl in that game. Oh, yeah. the, the ones I recognized uh, were like Ethan Supley from like My Name is Earl, although he got, he's jacked. He's now. super oh, he's jacked. Gigantic. Yeah, yeah, he's insane. Uh, uh, David Arquette. Uh, Ooh. Uh, um, and uh, Brenda Song. I know the name. Oh, uh, Disney S- actress. Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, yeah. Yeah, and, and she's dating Macaulay Culkin right now. Is that true? No one look. should he's date that guy. Yeah. Dude, he, 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 act, he looks better now. He does he? Because he, 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 like, he looks like, if you had told me that he had children living in his basement against their will, I'd believe you. I don't think there's anything particularly wrong with Macaulay Culkin. He just looks no. like a guy who's been yeah. on hard times. Yeah, no, he no. looks. He, he, that he was during his work. rough patch. Yeah, you can see him now. He looks good. Is he clean? I know his podcast is actually very good. The yeah. Bunny something. It's it, I listened to it for a few months there, and I just fell off and haven't picked it back up. Also, it was good. his younger brother, Rory, is getting a lot of good work. Say Rory or yeah. Rory? Rory. Rory. Uh, Rory Culkin. Rory. R O R O. Does he have another brother? Is that the? He has a lot of brothers. Yeah, because one of his brothers, the one that was in uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, that's his that's brother. Rory. That's yeah. Rory. Okay. Yeah. Cool. yeah, he's been on Succession. The, oh, the one that's the uh, roommate. Yeah, and the he's one that kind of looks like yeah. like uh yep. like Dollar Store uh, Dan Radcliffe. What's with you in Dollar Store? Everyone's from the Dollar <laughs> Store. <laughs> Tell me I'm right. Yeah, you're not wrong. But the point is, there is a particular actor. Uh huh. At the very beginning, it opens up, and you meet this cop character, and. I was flabbergasted when I saw him, because guess who it was, and why I'm bringing it up on Halloween in July, and he needed to be mentioned. Oh, it's, it's Ted, Ted Raimi. Ted Raimi. I was going to make a show, but that's too easy. He's finally back. And Ted it was Raimi. him, him. Like, yeah, yeah, it was him. It was wow. mocap and everything. I was like, we, we can't have Halloween in July and no. not bring up Ted Raimi, so You're... if I have to come up with a tangential story, I will. Actually, is this going to be the first one that has no Ted Raimi? 
I'm not bringing a. It's got Sam no Raimi. Sam Raimi. What, what happened last well, year? Last year we. Not didn't every know. Sam Raimi movie has Ted Raimi. Don't in say that. Every Sam Raimi. Raimi. Okay. I yeah. saw him in Doctor Strange. Yeah. Yeah. Was he? Oh, he's on the list. He was not, but he definitely he was. There. But but last year. You, well, you remember when uh like Wanda was going ham, like killing people? He was there. Yeah, he was there. He was a fake shem. Exactly. What the patron saint of fake shems. What were the movies last year? I forget. Twenty eight days later. The Lighthouse. Yeah. No, 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 that was, that was, was the year before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, twenty-eight days later. I didn't get to do a movie. Oh, you, uh, you didn't get to the puppet, the puppet, puppet, puppet master. master. There's no Ted Raimi there. Yeah, and I did. Uh... I can remember years one through three, but four and five are, or four is real. Yeah, shoddy. I legitimately have no idea what movie you did. Oh, uh, it was uh, the um, Colorado Space. Colorado oh, was that last year? So yeah, last sorry. year was Ted Raimi list. That's a shame. Yeah. But anyways, I had to bring Ted back. No, I'm yeah. I'm impressed. Um, so yeah, talk about your movie. Okay, so uh, wait, do we, do I do a summary? Yeah, do oh, a yeah. summary. The Nighthouse. Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, it's like I said, it's by David Brockner who brought us the Ritual, and it's a uh, uh, I. Despite the fact that it does have super, supernatural elements, I like the fact that it's primarily like a psychological film. I'm a. I I was watching this and I thought immediately it reminded me of Hush, the movie we watched together okay. that one time. I can do that. Um, because, A, I love isolated horror movies. I'm a big fan, which is actually why this gives me a little bit of hope. I'm not going to say a lot because this movie I had problems with, but it gave me a little bit of hope about his um, Hellraiser movie. Because if Hellraiser turns into, like, a uh, uh, a, a big, open, like, in, happening in the town type shit, like, think like think like the Halloween remake mm-hmm. we watched together where Michael's just exploring. Yeah, you the don't town. want it. I don't want that. Hellraiser you want it, needs... You want it to be them in a house, yeah. one person comes across yeah. the... Uh... The cube, the, the, the box. Pandora's box, yeah. Basically and, what the original Hellraiser was, right? Yeah, 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 so that's what I'm saying. So this movie gave me hope for that, but I liked that it was isolated. Yeah, like, I looked up the Wikipedia, and, like, the, the credits had, like, a few actors, but primarily there's, like, six actors. That's it. Yeah. Six characters. Yeah. I would say that there's four that really matter. Uh, the main girl, yep. the black uh-huh. neighbor, yep. the teacher friend, yep. and, of course, the husband. Mm-hmm. And and uh, and uh, the, the other lady. I mean, her. I, yeah, I I give her a. You could say it, but I'm like she hey. has a real scene in the movie. Yeah, yeah. There, has, there's a few other. Real, there is a real importance to her existing at least. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Primarily, it's yeah, that's those four characters. Yeah. And even the, the husband, you like, you, it, his is. I I his kept is on, almost smaller than. I hers. kept on thinking throughout it. It's got to be a weird experience. His job as an actor in that role because yeah. it's just it's never you. Yeah. <laughs> It's out of the out of the ordinary. Always right? naked. He had like one scene where he was acting, and that was when he was talking as the thing, and then kissed her forehead. But he went from he went from possessed to real to possessed again. That was like the only quote unquote acting from him. The well, rest you was, see him so much throughout the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hear him so much until. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. So it's a it's a story of a, a grief the grieving widow who is uh, experiencing supernatural phenomenons in her lake house. Yeah. I do like how, like, it, it, except for, like, a scene where it made sense for her to spell it out, and in the beginning, it doesn't just, like, hit you in the face, hey, her husband died, beginning of the movie, and yeah. it's like, oh, they're wearing black, and she has a lasagna that she throws in the trash. Good way oh, to start. Yeah. And I also, as we all know, when your husband dies, you need a lasagna. Yeah. I also like, one thing I like about this movie, and horror movies in general, um, which is part of what reminded me of Hush, was... They show you supernatural shit, and they they don't bury the lead on what the movie's gonna be about, though. Mm-hmm. She's 
it's within the first five minutes you experience the first uh what was it? The radio kicked yeah. on really loud. She goes. No, the first one is she hears like a knocking. Yeah. Noise. No. Oh, right, knocking on the doors. And uh, and I like that because a lot of like two thousands to two thousand tens ghost movies, paranormal movies, they always like to try to be really cheeky and save the ghost for like an hour in, where it's just build up and annoying nonsense. You're like, no, let's get to the fucking meat and potatoes. We know what this movie's. In. So I like that they just. So don't. there was when we talk about this first like horror scene where she's. She's alone. It's like literally the day of the funeral. It's the night of yeah. the funeral. Yep. She gets back to her house. She tries to go to sleep. She wakes up in the middle of the night because, you know, she's lonely without him there also, in the bed. And then she, yeah, she's hearing noises. She goes downstairs. She, this is a trick that the movie does a lot where it uses it negative does it space. It very well, too. It uses like negative space to make it look like there's a person there. I also oh, think yeah, it's important to point out that she is not sober in a single horror scene. Oh, she is drinking. A yeah, she is amount. she is drunk in every horror scene, as a grieving widow would be, and just about every other scene too. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much anything that's not the book or the school, she's drunk. But that, that's why I get the real like Babadook feel. Where like you're not, you're supposed. To, I feel like you're supposed to be left questioning. Like, was any of this real, or is it just? The manifestation downward spiral. Like it, it, I think, it, I think by the end it makes it clear that it's real. More so, I don't Mama think does. it does because you never see we'll anything. Get that. We'll, you, get that. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. I, I, I suppose have our... none of the scary stuff you see is from anyone's perspective, but hers. Exactly. Although there is the neighbor saying talking about some of the stuff, but I guess you could chalk it up to paranoia on her part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the reason I wanted to talk about that is because the way the horror scenes are set up in this movie that I think does a really good job. And it kind of ties in with what you're saying too about her downward spiral, is that it really captures that feel of being alone in a house that's too big for you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh my God. It that feeling 100. I'm very pleased they never did a under the stairs bit. So you like, grab your like grab your yeah, grab your legs, cut your Achilles, uh, step on something. I'm stair scenes in horror movies always have me on edge, and this movie used a lot of stair scenes, but never pulled one. of This them was up. a horror movie with no fatalities. Yeah, alleged fatality. Well, no, on-screen fatality. Yeah, there, there is. Yeah. N- there is no fatalities during the movie. All chronologically, they were before yeah. the beginning of the movie. Still, you could argue whether or not those are real. Well, too. one of them is yeah. definitely real. Though you do see some murders on screen, but it's kind of in one of those. But that's in her like. No, no, yeah. no. The husband murdered himself. There's oh yes. one yes. real murder. <laughs> there's, there's at least one real death. <laughs> there's one. Uh, but that's the only one I was talking. So yeah, that that is why her husband is dead because he rode out onto the. They, they have like this really nice lake house in upstate New York, and he that rolled, he built that he built. He seems to have been an architect of some kind. Like yeah. that seems to be the implication. And he designed and built this house himself on this really nice lakefront property. And that's how they could afford it on the salary of an architect and a teacher. Mm-hmm. Architects well, make good money. They can. Architects make can make good money. Yes. Maybe so, not in upstate New York. Yeah. True. So we don't learn that right away about the husband. We learn it afterwards because we have that that slight horror scene at night. Here's the knocking. And then it, this movie likes to do this thing where she experiences all this very surreal things that feel real. And then, bam, she wakes up. Yeah. It was just a dream. Yep. Yeah. And then she goes to work the next day. Uh, it's uh, She's a teacher. And it's the, right after the end of the school year. So it's only teachers there. And they're having like a meeting and... Goes to her friend. Who I plays. This was funny. It's, it's the blonde lady from Barry. She plays the female lead in Barry. I want to. I her recognize her something else. I'm just curious what I recognize her from. Main character is Beth. The husband is Owen. Yes, yes. Uh, 
Mel is the, the black neighbor, and yeah. Claire is her friend, friend yeah. who's a teacher. Yes. And those are the only names you really need to know for the movie. Oh, she's in The Dark Knight Rises. How is she? Who is she in that? I also have never seen that all the way through. Uh, I'll have to look it up, but that was, that was oh. just an immediate... Notice. Neat. I and like yeah. it. And so, like, uh, her friend, is Claire's like, oh, you don't need to be here. Everyone would understand if you're not I here. actually kind of like... I it. think it's been six days, they say, or something? Yeah, something like that. I think it was a good choice that they set the movie during summer, so she doesn't even have her job to escape it, too. Oh, like, yeah. She has to be alone with her thoughts. So, yeah, the reason she's there is because she wants to be there. She wants something that can distract her from being alone in this large house thinking yeah. about her husband and whatever ghost might be haunting her. But she can't even do that, really. And um, and she's telling her friend Claire, oh, I, ha I have grades I still have to input for the end of the year. And Claire's like, I would have done that for you. Yeah. You could have you just told me. And then the immediate next scene we have. I love this scene. Oh, and she's no one important during her. She's, a, oh, okay. uh, she's an extra. Oh, okay. She so gets, like, held hostage by Bane or something. Yeah. Analyst number one. Yeah, and okay. Any scene where we have the main character, Beth, interacting with someone that isn't Claire, it's just the best, because she just has all the sass and all the snark, and she's, it's perfect. That actress did a really good job of being, like, on edge. Yeah. <laughs> Always she's on edge. She's on edge, but not in a way that makes her unlikable. Like, she no, feels yeah. kind of related. You, you do kind of root for her. You kind of like, yeah. Oh no, she she's not just being whiny. She's like, this is this is shit she should not have to deal with, and I, mm -hmm. I'm here for it. Yeah. Well, and they they established that like in their relationship, she was the depressed one. She was the one who had all of the like mental health issues, and then his her husband just suddenly killed himself. Yeah, he was her rock up until he suddenly killed himself. And with, there were no, like, and there no, was no warning, warning signs. signs. Yeah. She didn't even know he had a gun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, that that comes up later because it's like. It's, it's like pretty much the next scene. Yeah. But... Well, the scene format we have is usually a, a horror scene in the, the house, mm -hmm. and then like a real life scene where she's talking to someone in somewhere else. Yeah. And then maybe a scene where she learns something, and then another horror scene. And it yeah. kind of repeats three or four times before we get to like, bam, the ending. Mm -hmm. But just to explain the scene that I like, because this is where oh, it yeah. actually establishes what happened to her husband. Mm -hmm. she's, she's sitting in, she's like putting in the grades, finishing up the work, and one of the students' mothers comes in, and it is immediately established that she does not give a shit what this woman is about to say. Like, <laughs> and then this lady is a Karen. Like, immediately uh, you're like, she's yeah. there to contest like, a brain. I'm here to talk about my son Hunter. I, I see that you gave him a C in his elective speech class, and uh, and, and it was funny. He's like, which one? It's like, how many Hunters do you have? Like three. Do you think I'm supposed to know everything? You think your Hunter is special, you know, lady? I, I would believe that Hunter is a pretty common name in upstate New York. That's a common name anywhere. I mean, yeah, I only had one hunter in my. Yeah. Like, it wasn't I mean, even in my grade. It's one of those new names, like how everyone names their shitty kid Braxton. Yeah, Braxton. Braxton. Yeah. Braxton. Yeah. Named after contractions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fake that, ones. It's not as bad as Tanner. I have a cousin named Tanner, and it's a pretty big name. Is he a douche? I don't know. Big cousin Tanner. He was much younger than me, so I don't even know what he's like. Now. Probably a little pissed. I don't. Oh, I don't know. totally. Like, does he? Tan uh, for leather, like he's Tanner. He likes the shade. You know, it's an. Do parents know it's an occupation? A very smelly one too, because tanning, uh, tanning. Uh, there was the kid on my bus. There was the kid on my bus stop when, or not my bus stop, on my bus when I was in elementary school named Gilbert Gilbert. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, my friend Mason, who changed his name, his original given name was Milbert Hoagland. <laughs> when did he change his name? Uh, when he was like twelve. 
So did he like legally change his name yeah. when he was yeah, yeah, he's been Mason Legate forever. He went to his his not his stepfather that he deemed his real father, you know how that goes. Mm -hmm. Um his last name was Legate and he asked him if he could have his last name and he said sure and when he went to change it, he's like, I don't wanna be Milbert anymore. I don't wanna be Milbert. So he's Mason Legate now, but Milbert Oakland's just such a baller name. We all call him Milby. Milby? But yeah, so th th this lady comes in complaining about her her son getting a C. And she's like, well, he didn't turn in his final presentation. I'm like, yeah, but you said you could make that up. Uh, and, and then you weren't there for the day where he made it up. And I'm like, oh, The last okay. day of school. Yeah, the last day of school, which she was out because that was the day her husband killed himself. But uh, he, so he, she's like, okay, uh, fine. Uh, here, uh, we'll make that a B. How's B. that sound? And this lady wants to make it clear that it's not about the grade. It's about the fact that she wants the Beth to know that she's right and Beth is wrong. Did you guys have any friends or people you knew that's parents were like this? No. No, I've, I've seen parents would throw me under the bus. Like, if yeah. my teacher was like, uh, you you, you get a C in this class, my, my parents would be like, what did you do to fuck up? Yeah. How did you fuck this up? Well, it's like, a, it's a common trope that there's always a mom like that, and I've never known. Yeah. I'm I, sure there are. I did want to gaslight a teacher and it didn't leave me though. Yeah, but you're not a mom. <laughs> You'll never be a mom. It's true. <laughs> I will never be a mom. But I did, in fact, gaslight a teacher and giving me an A on assignment I didn't do. It works. Manipulating people's. I did. I turned it in. You must have lost it. Yeah. But yeah, at this point, it's it, uh, like, well, what do you want? An A? There. An A. And it's like, well, we all have personal problems. She's like, my husband killed himself. Shot himself in the mouth. She gets very graphic about it. Yeah. But Took himself out in the rowboat to Middle Lake with a handgun that I didn't even know we owned. And he put it in his mouth and fucking. This is an amazing character establishing scene. <laughs> yeah. And she's like this way with almost everyone, and it's great. Incredibly abrasive. Her. Rightfully so, but incredibly abrasive. It, like, everyone is, like, walking on eggshells around her, like, oh, yes, the, the incident. Like, what, you mean the woman when my husband fucking killed himself when he ate a fucking gun? That incident? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I'm aware of that. Honestly, I think I may, like... Uh, identify with this character. Is it a dead mom joke? Oh, it's all about the dead it's parents. The dead mom joke. I, after my, my, my mom died in the Navy, and while I was in the Navy, there's this one guy, uh, Ellenage, and you'd be, you'd make this, your mom joke, and I was like, my mom's dead. And he just like, visibly like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I forgot. <laughs> I'm <laughs> fucking with you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, my mom is dead, but <laughs> you, you like, I'm puns, not fucking with you in the way puns. you think. That's where you find out that Craig never cared about his mom, yeah. but she is dead. It's a very uh, tumultuous relationship. No, it's not. It's a wreck. It's not a relationship. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're right. She's dead. <laughs> exactly. Right, right, right. Uh, I know uh, that we're 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 gliding a little bit past because the, the, there's another horror scene that happens after this. Which yeah, is, it's the one where she gets the call. It, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it starts and the calls the, coming from inside the house. It starts Actually, with the music. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is where the radio turns on. Which it's playing I think, a song that I recognize but can't remember the name. Welcome to the something. Welcome yeah. to welcome to something. Out the jungle. And it doesn't play it long enough for you to really get a feel, and it does that on purpose. And it plays this song two more times after this. Yeah, throughout um, the movie. Yeah. Radio kicks on. She jolts awake, goes to check. It shuts off before she even gets to the stairs, and See, then her phone uh, text message. Honestly, that thing is probably what would freak me out the most the radio if i if it happened to me like yeah. you hear noises sure it could be anything it could be a raccoon in our fucking attic <laughs> but if someone were to just turn on a giant fucking record player and you're like 
Wow. It's someone's, hilarious. I've, someone's, I've had my music just turn on randomly. Someone's in my house. I, I want to be alone and go back to sleep, and I want that off, but if I go out there, there's a motherfucker I, out there, and it's, it's the most unnerving thing. I like to assume that that was, like, maybe their wedding song or something. Oh, that makes sense. Um, but no, I was, just because you said that, I just thought it was funny. I was talking to, I told Jake this story. I was talking to Charles on the phone one day, and my kitchen door, I'm sitting in the yoga boat just laying down. The kitchen door slams open, like, fucking hard. Boom! And I was like, huh, door swung open. And I continue my conversation with Charles. And like three minutes in, Charles is like, so what opened your door? I'm like, oh, I don't know. I didn't get up. <laughs> and he's just like, what if someone's there? I'm like, what if, hey, what if they are? I'm, They're just listening to the podcast. They're getting an yeah, early uh, preview. I'm I'm partially convinced that if someone broke into my home with malicious intent, i just let them. Oh, I, I'm that, that, that's why we didn't lock our doors. Uh, my, my parents never locked the doors because they would rather the person just fucking... They're, if they want to get in the house, they're yeah, getting yeah. in the house. Take it. Do Best case thing. scenario, at least they don't have to fix a, a window. Yeah. I'm fairly, uh, 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 I'm fairly convinced. That's the word I'm looking for. That if someone were to just break into our house in the middle of the night, I'm like, well, I'm gonna die. Yeah. Like, that's all that's right. That's it. That, yeah. That's the end. I mean, I'm, I'm almost do? certain someone could break into the house, kill DJ, and you wouldn't ever know. Yeah, probably. Actually, Actually, they'd have to go. They would, they they would probably to... go the other way around because they would find Craig before they find me. Yeah, no, because to... they think that Craig's uh, room is a closet, and they'll just seem jerking it. And they'll be like, "Well, this is just fucking too much." <laughs> I don't no, do it late at no, night. No one would ever make it to DJ. They'd That's open the, best the door. Activity. They'd open the door. Craig would come storming out, yelling about why is there noise in the middle of the night. They get, they'd be like, "Oh Jesus!" And they'd leave. <laughs> they'd be like, oh my bad. Yeah. I'm trying to sleep. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll just yeah. put your TV. Away. My apologies, good sir. <laughs> They're out. Yeah. Easy peasy. Also, why did music just start playing? Uh, it was the outro to the podcast that I Have you not been listening to our recap of the movie? <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. It's the uh, ghost. Yeah, it's I was trying ghost. to build ambiance. Oh, there you go. So yeah, she gets woke up by the music. She checks her phone, and it seems that she's got texts from Owen, her dead husband. Uh, that just says, come down. Yeah, don't be afraid. Come down. Yeah. Who is this? And and then she calls him, because he doesn't respond to who is this. Yeah, I think... No, he... he, he... He says, don't be afraid after who is this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right, right. It's coming out. And then the phone call says, like, look outside or something like that. Yeah, it says it says the window. All yeah. it says is the window and then space and then look out the window. It always has to tell her twice because the first time is very quiet. And then we get to see some sweet man ass. Yeah. It's the husband. He's naked. He's standing on the water. And he's Jesus. Yeah. And then blues. he just turns to look and she wakes up. Yeah. And when she wakes up, she looks at her phone, sees that those messages that What's she has. on the floor? In the yeah, bathroom. She, yep, she yes. in the bathroom. Yes, because she's going to think that she's sleepwalking at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she does look at the phone and sees that those messages aren't there. But this inspires her to go through Owen's stuff and go through his phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To, you know, see if the, any messages were sent from there, which there aren't. But then she starts looking through his pictures. To reminisce. But yeah. And, but she finds an odd picture. A picture of a girl that looks like her at first glance, but she looks closer and it's in a library she doesn't recognize. And it's in an outfit she doesn't have. Takes it immediately to Claire. And then, um, yeah, the next scene was actually set up in the previous uh, school scene where Claire was like, hey, our department's having this get-together to go out drinking. You should come. And then we, uh, after the, the, she finds the picture, we get to the bar. I like the bar scene a lot, too, because it does, it 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 accurately. very real. It accurately captures a phenomenon that I've seen. Because when I was in college, I worked as a lab assistant. So 
I hung out with a lot of teachers. gerbils. Aren't people, DJ? It has nothing to do with the gerbils. Okay, <laughs> but like everything. I, I did a lot of like teaching related stuff on the side and hang out, hung out with a lot of teachers and teacher adjacent people. And they are alcoholics. The, Blah, yes, they, they have are. You, have you ever dealt with children all day? No, but also, there's a phenomenon that you run into when you see a lot of people with some sort of teaching background or interest, which is teacher splaining. Mm-hmm. And this scene has a lot of teacher splaining oh, yeah, in it, where because they're like, she's like, I, I, you know, she tells them about the dream, and she's like, Are you ha, have you heard of sleep paralysis? Mm-hmm. And oh, she's yeah. like, Yes, I've heard of sleep. Well, yeah, well, sleep paralysis. They just go off on the explanation anyway. I also, I also like when she talks about how, um, like all of her depression and all that stuff, and he's like, I don't know, maybe, maybe he caught me. He's like, It doesn't work that way. Yeah. Yeah. Teacher splaining, <laughs> and she asks like. You don't believe in ghosts? Yeah, the, she takes a turn from being like drunken and solo to like, all right, I'm gonna engage with you bastards. You wanna know? Well, I'll fucking tell you everything. Yeah. Oh, did you leave a note? Well, fuck yeah, I have it in my purse. Yeah, it reveals a note, which uh, they act like that's weird. And I think DJ even said like she keeps it in her purse. I'm like, yeah, you would definitely keep that thing on you at all times. Yeah, that's, a, that's that seems like a normal thing to yeah, me for response. someone who's like fucking grieving. Yeah, but they were all like. Grieving is one of those things where people have never grieved, don't understand it, and it seems like, why would you do that? Because my mind's fucked up, Yeah. fuck. I've never grieved, but when I do, it's gonna be a doozy. Oh yeah, oh god, I can't imagine you grieving. I thought I was gonna say, I can't wait. (laughs) I can't wait for for Kevin to be grieving. Now who is it gonna be? Is it gonna be Jake? Is it gonna be DJ? Wow, why are we the ones that are dying crazy? He's got parents who are 30 years older than us. I mean, yeah, but that if they just die naturally, it's not going to be as yeah, hard as they are like a freak accident. That's true. He has four living grandparents. And we and DJ are the ones that are dying. No, four living yeah, grandparents. Uh, grandpa passed away. Oh, okay. The one who had the stroke. Oh. And we're even. He I got three. Jason. And one great grandpa. I did learn I'm a beneficiary of DJ's life insurance. So back to four, bitch. My great grandparents are fucking dead. They were all this. We got one left, Grandma Mills. She's. You have to make it look like an accident. And some of them didn't even speak English. Yep. Dirty Cajuns. Yep. Dirty fucking Cajuns. Um, Inbred Swamp We don't have to get into that. No, we don't have to get into that. Otherwise, uh, this podcast would go on for another two hours, and I'll end up like I'll I'm fight descended you. from King Louis. Even Louis. even as fatigued as I am, I'll take you out. I'll take you out of this world. I don't know if you heard this rumor, but Craig is related to Beyonce. I am. And it also came in uh, first place in um, butt touching in a sub or something. I don't remember what the contest was. <laughs> it was Thunder Alley. Yeah, it was butt touching in a sub. <laughs> That's I mean, like, but hey, hey, it wasn't a sub. It was the butt touching. Isn't purposeful, but it will just happen in Thunder Alley. You can't get around. When you're in Thunder Alley, sometimes you gotta hook it. Hey, there was a there was that, a, that's that's a move from Turkish oil. Race. In a in a female, uh, it's true. That's what they do. They yeah. In a female UFC fight recently, a girl pinched the other girl's vagina. Uh huh. They you were clean. in grapple, and got she went. Clean. Is that against? They call the that the Trump. Yeah, that's very against the Trump Fighting, <laughs> pinching, all that kind of stuff's against the rules. It's purely striking. It's just like, you know when like an older relative hits your nose? It's like, I got your clit. Right there. I don't like that. You should, I don't you like you that. should never say an older relative got your clit. Yeah. It is no, never the right thing to say. I said got your nose. I said got your nose. I said got your nose. Examine your life choices that let you do this point. Well, we didn't. Him and his sister were real close, okay? No, we weren't. The hot one? 
There's, I mean, I guess I technically I do have a half sister, and I do have some half siblings I've never met. Oh, you only have one blood sister and then halves. Yeah. Wow. I thought you had a bigger family. The halves are way more acceptable. It's not related by blood. It's anime rules. We're not Catholic. We're Pornhub rules. Honestly, they're about the same. That's step siblings. Yeah, it's step siblings. Half siblings is still a little bit gross unless you're Cajun. Yeah. No, it's cousin marriage. And that's like second to third cousins usually. Is I don't know what's worse. It'll be fair, even by anime rules, half siblings I think are on the table. It's gotta be step siblings. Yeah, I'm, I would say half siblings I mean, are worse because I, you, I think it's equal. You directly a, share a parent. Unless it's a JRPG like Fire Emblem and older Fire Emblem. Well, if it's Fire Emblem, they can just have incest everywhere. That's I draw a line on this podcast, and it's community and Fire Emblem. <laughs> okay. That's the line. Back to the movie. Back to the movie. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> oh yeah, and so she. Takes out the note because that's oh yeah 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 and and the note says you were right there is nothing nothing is after after you you're safe yeah I like the double meaning I like the double meaning and nothing is after you which I picked up on immediately because I've seen a lot of horror movies yeah it it made me think it follows pretty much immediately I was just like ah this is gonna be something gave her the STD monster yeah that's why I was passing it off to all there's actually a triple meaning. Which one is nothing is after you, which means you're just paranoid, it's all in your head. Yeah. There's nothing is after you, which there's the second meaning which we learn when she talks about it, when she thinks it. Oh, she gets Spoilers, home. DJ. Yeah. No, no, this she, is no, no, yeah, she, she gets home blasted drunk, lays on oh, Claire's lap, and says, tells a story about how she was in a car accident at 17, she died for four minutes, and what she saw was nothing, just a hole. I, no I, light I, at the I end. I do actually hole. like story that she goes in because she mentions that uh they were in tennessee yeah and they rolled down a mountain i don't know if you ever drove down in appalachia but it's these yeah. narrow fucking roads yeah. that barely two cars oh. can fit in and there's just a mountainside you, you might and have seen the pictures arizona outside of sedona arizona there's a cliffside road that mason and i went on and it's that it's like the ones where you see like there is no white line that's the cliff yeah yeah it's, it's crazy it, and I'm like, oh, I can understand very well how easily you could just careen off the side yeah. and then she's like, yeah. like a pancake. She uses lots of like um, abrupt humor slash explanations to get her points across. Nothing subtle. And she likes onomatopoeia. Too. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. So she, she tells that story and then she falls asleep and she but, wakes up to the next horror dream. But before that, uh, th- this is where like the second meaning of nothing is after you comes into because she mentions that Owen always thought that there was right. some kind of afterlife, that there's some reassuring thing. Mm-hmm. So when he wrote the note and said nothing is after you, what he meant is literally after you die. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, everyone always asked me, like, oh, what was it like during the four minutes you were dead? And she'd be like, oh, I don't remember. But she re- th- Owen was the only one she ever told. Owen was the only person she ever told. Yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing. It's just, it, there's no light at the mm-hmm. end of the tunnel. It's just... Yeah. Do you know anyone who has ever like died and come back? Nope. Kevin okay. Smith. What did he say happened? Nothing. Nothing. Cool. He actually said nothing. He's like, no, I just woke up a few. <laughs> He's mm-hmm. like, I just came back. I yeah, believe he... that. I believe it's just like you took a nap and then you woke up and like, what the? Yeah, what probably. Why is everyone so sad? Why is there a bunch of doctors standing over me and why am I naked? Why is my mom? Well, yeah, I think that's just a normal weekend. There, there is, there is indeed a third meaning to that note that we will learn by the end of the movie. Oh yeah. And, yeah, and then, uh, like Kevin says, it transitions. This is one of my favorite transitions in the entire movie because 
Uh, or just abrupt music? Yeah, she well, she puts her head on Claire's lap, and she's like, uh, Claire's like, you know, petting her head or whatever. Yeah, I'll stay with you. Stroking your hair. Do you want me to stay? Are you oh, sure you don't want me to stay? It's worth noting at this point, we've already she's already found some of the books that he was reading. Oh yeah, yeah. She had already found two of the books he was reading. One that was showing you that you can use a labyrinth to ward off evil. You have to trick it. And the other one Something is like the that. Oh, yeah. and the yeah. other one's her uh, blueprints of the home, and it says the reverse house, the reverse house yeah. and shit like that. Yep. Uh, but yeah, that's really important going on. And just like to, to finish out the transition, like first she's just like stroking the hair. And then the hands disappeared, but Claire's still talking softly, like, are you sure you don't want me to stay? Oh, and then missed the, another thing, the too. The voice trails out, and then, bam, loud music. Before the music starts, we already missed one more thing, is we got, and this is at the right before she goes to the school, um, there is muddy footsteps that go from the boat Ooh, to the yeah. house, mm-hmm. and uh, when she comes back from the school, the footsteps are gone for some reason. And you meet the neighbor who's just talking about how he's grieved. He also well, lost his wife. She hears a, a gunshot and she sees yeah. the birds fly out. Yeah. And later she meets Mel, the, the neighbor. And she's like, did you hear any gunshots? Yeah. And he's like, no, I didn't hear anything. I mean, don't get me wrong. As if I see a copperhead, I'm definitely going to shoot. And Mel's super friendly. He's the guy who lost his wife and they helped him through that. And he's just a good neighbor. He's the folksy friendly neighbor yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then we have that, that scary scene where she goes outside and people sprint past her to did jump you, in the water. Did you notice that all the people sprinting past were her lookalikes? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, I didn't at the time. After uh-huh. the yes, fact. but it makes sense now. Yeah. yeah. And they also show the number on the door that she walks out of, and it's reversed. It was reversed, yes. Yeah. So that's the first uh, time you see the reverse house. Or the yeah, opposite, cause... or whatever you wrote on the thing. Yeah. Uh, reverse so, so... of floor plan. Yeah. Yeah, because she goes down to the dock at this point, and she like she's like bloody footprints walking towards her. Oh yeah, after that, she goes down, uh, she actually looks in the boat first, and mm-hmm. sees the plastic and the blood and everything, then she starts walking away, and she gets the bloody footprints walking mm-hmm. at her. And then she like she basically passes out and wakes up like on the other side of the river in front of the house yeah. that looks exactly like her. Well, because she keeps seeing the, the, the lights in the windows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, she sees lights in the distance across the lake where there should not be a house. Yeah, and in the window she keeps seeing like people who look kind of like her coming to the window and her ex-dead husband behind them. And in one of them, he does something to alarm one of the girls and they get mad. Yeah, it looks like there's like a fight or, yeah. or, or, or kerfuffle maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah. We get the creepy voice, which I love the creepy voice. The creepy voice is good. I have, I wish the creepy voice was different. I'll get to that at the end. I, I Remind me. I when wish I watched... it was more whispery. Yeah, remind me. Of well, the end. first time you hear it, it's like very like low pitch yeah. audio. It's easy to assume it's, it's oh, easy to assume. I uh, I had to use the subtitles the first time I watched this to actually understand what it was saying. We had it pretty loud though. It so reminded yeah. the way the voice was done at first, and later in the movie they do it much more clear. But at first, it kind of reminded me of like it was a very like Silent Hill sort of sound effect because Silent Hill with its sound design will often do things where it will use like. The stereo audio or will mix noises really low to just unsettle you um and there's one room i remember where the soundtrack is just wind but like really really low like you have to crank the volume on your tv to, to maximum to even hear it but there's like a whispered conversation at the bottom of the track hmm. and uh that's what it made you think of that's spooky. that's kind of what it made me think of silent hill spooky yeah i know uh, i need to play it all the movie is not i like the movie yeah oh the so movie I, has some good stuff the, the, the games Scare the hell out. The movie would have actually been a pick for Halloween in July if we hadn't all seen it. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I haven't seen it in a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, to know uh, what the voice said, it said, uh, this is a dream you're dreaming. 
Yeah. Yeah. It also told her to go to the boat, by the way. It said the boat. Oh, yeah, the yeah. boat. Um, but yeah, so she, she wakes up, times. she sees all that bullshit, and then she wakes up again. This time, she's... Back on the couch. Oh, well, back on the couch. well yeah. uh, she, she goes up to the reverse house, sees everything's backward, oh, and then she... Oh, oh, this is my favorite wake-up. And then yeah. she opens the door... And she walks in and she sees herself sleeping on the couch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then couch self wakes, wakes up, up and she looks at the door and it's open, but no one's there. Yeah, so she runs over and slams it closed. Yeah, that's a great And transition. at this point, you can see how much of the house she's packed up. Claire made reference of it. Oh, you made some progress in here. And now you just see everything's boxed up. Yeah, yeah, because she's on Zillow and stuff. Considering moving. Yeah. But, but this gets into her the notion of stooping about her husband. Yeah. And the first thing she does is she goes to his phone, loads it up on her computer, and looks at all the photos. And she sees that there's not just one photo of a girl that looks like her in a library. There's yeah. tons of photos of yeah. different girls. So that what look she like her. does, classic snooping technique. Classic. She finds a photo she's looking for. She searches for that photo, and she looks at the other folders it's in. Yeah, because it's uh-huh. in multiple folders. Mm-hmm. And then she immediately goes, looks through the books, and sees that the books have a uh, store stamp where mm-hmm. he bought them. She doesn't quite get to the books yet, because the, the, after she looks at the photos, the first thing she does is try to look for the reverse house on the other side of the lake. Oh, you're right, yeah. Yeah, I remember there's there's another scene with Mel, and then another scene with yeah. Claire. She goes she goes to walk in the woods to look for the reverse house. She runs into Mel there. Tells her to not do that. Yeah. Mel actually, at this point, I was a little bit suspicious of Mel. No, because... I don't think we're at Mel yet, because she talks to Claire about perhaps uh, Owen cheating. Oh yeah, she does. She does have that. Um, that is it before the uh, bar scene. She she asks him no, about, "Is so. this me? Is this me? No, that's not you." There's, a, there's, a, the there's a couple scenes of that. Because I think you're thinking about the scene in the kitchen where she's talking. Yeah, and that's later. But there's the scene at the school where she. That actually later. begs a good question, though. Like, if your significant other like suddenly died, uh-huh. and you found something on their phone that like troubled you in any way, would you really want to like? go down that path or would you want to just be like remember them I, I how it, you remember them i would assume that at that point you're spir- spiraling so bad you you have to because it's the only yeah. thing you have left of them uh-huh. well, that's but, what i mean claire is the one who suggests that no you should you probably just leave it as it is whatever secrets he had that scene is right before the bar yes that, that is scene that is, is the right scene before, before the bar, the bar. I, I think there's quite a few clear scenes yeah. that i think will be she gets easy inner, to like yeah Every dream Crossover. sequence, all of it gets kind of mumbled. Because that's the point of the movie. You're, you're, she's drunk, the scenes are all cut pretty aggressively, and you're supposed to be kind of dis- The movie, the uh, movie has repetition with escalation. Yeah. That is, it, that is the format. It makes it difficult to like recap and keep track of yeah. how it happened. Mm-hmm. But because, but yeah, scenes will mirror each other. Like she'll, yeah. she'll talk to Claire, then she'll have a horror scene. Then she'll talk to Claire, but things are a little worse. Then there'll be a horror scene that's a little worse. Whereas the the the, um, the Mel scenes are a bit, um, there's a lot less of them, so it's yeah, easy to like remember. Three. Them. Yeah, it's like three. Um, but yeah, so she finds. We'll just go to this one. She's uh, in the woods. She sees Mel, yep. and he tells her, "Don't come on. Don't be out here wandering, stomp through the woods. Come back to my house for lunch." And she's like, "Fuck off, Mel." And, and it kind of oh. gives the impression that he knows something. The, 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 it, the dialogue is great here, and he's like, "Do you mind?" And he's like. Yes, yeah. I do mind. Mm-hmm. You want to be snarky? People can be snarky. You, obviously, you're not in a good place right now. You need family and friends. Come with me. We'll have some sandwiches, 
and we'll work through this. I could go for a tune. But she blows past him. <laughs> and she's like, no, no, fuck you. I'm gonna I'm gonna go exploring the, the because creepy woods. To her credit, she immediately thinks the same thing I thought. This guy knows something and he's keeping me from finding it. Yeah. And she finds it. She finds mm-hmm. the house, a weird ass statue in it. It's a it's a like framed tarp still it's on. It's almost like a voodoo doll. So Oh the the doll, yeah. The the, the thing about the house is it is the reverse yeah. house, but it's um it's under construction. It's not done. Mm-hmm. And you go in, it's all like the, the plastic, and it's dark. There's no windows, and the, the it has moldy wooden floors and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, and it's really just in disrepair. Like Owen just gave mm-hmm. up working yeah. on it. He got what he needed and just left it. Yeah. Uh, and then she goes and confronts Mel. And this is where um, Mel explains that. Uh, he was basically sworn to secrecy about some... He, he saw Owen walking with a girl who he thought was her, but when he saw it closer, there was someone different. And Owen told him, no, it's all taken care of. I have these urges, but I figured I had to deal with them. Which you can assume sexual. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I, I think it's still up in debate whether or not it was sexual or if this is like... I mean, I would not doubt it was both. No, no, so I, I'm, I'm making the argument oh, that, that oh. no, she, is, she is trying to make him out to be a murderer. A murderer instead of someone who's cheating on her. The, this oh, I, didn't, actually, I didn't get the murderer vibes until later on. No, no, I know. I, you don't get that until later on. Yeah. You're you're actually, now that you've spelled this out, you're reminding me of where the Claire scene you're thinking about is, and it does come a little later. Okay. Yeah, because, it's, it's hard to keep straight. Because she sees the it weird... It is Pride Month. She sees the weird doll in the house. She finds a weird doll, which looks like... This is, again, a very Silent Hill sort of imagery. Yeah. It looks like a figure of a woman, like... Hogtied. Hogtied and, uh, like, impaled with rebar. Multiple. Uh, oh, there is things in every orifice. Uh, yeah. You see it later on, but it is very much based on the doll of Boo, which is a real, like, artifact that has been dug up. Yeah. Uh-huh. A voodoo yeah. doll. I said in the description. As someone who loves Cajun things, what does it mean? No, it, it, it's... It's not a voodoo doll. It's from like your... It said like a voodoo doll in the description. It did say like yeah, a voodoo doll. Yeah, li- like a voodoo doll. Yeah, voodoo, 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 voodoo came came much later on and it's like a Caribbean. Uh, this is like much, much older. Like uh, Is this thing. your like roundabout way of saying you have no idea what it actually means? It's like caveman shit. Ah. Uh, so this is your roundabout way of saying you have no idea what it actually it, means? It's, you, have you ever seen like the, the old ass... Expensive. The old uh, um, uh, fertility dolls. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's one of those. It's oh, wooden okay. statues. Big it's dicks. one of those things yeah. where like it's so old that we're like we can yes. speculate. Yeah. But yeah. so the, the and the reason that she learns about this is because this inspires her to go through again all the these old books that Owen has, and Owen has quite a collection of books on the occult. Oh yeah, and all from uh, one uh, uh, bookstore in um, Utica. I did yeah. actually look this up because the word that she finds in the the, the floor plants is Kerdwa. Uh, uh, Dwa. Uh, I don't. I don't speak Welsh, so I'm not. I'm not going to pronounce it correctly. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it is a real thing in uh, the British Isles, where it's like these uh, ancient uh, mazes made by the ancient mm-hmm. Celts. But it, all of the purposes in the movie itself is completely fictional. Like uh, we don't really know what they're for, other than they're these neat things. So is that right. is, is, so in real life? Is that basically where like the Celtic design comes from, like when someone like yeah, like the Celtic crosses. And yeah, whatnot. like all yeah. that. That's how that comes from those. Yep. Okay. Those, so uh, that is what I like. I, my, I immediately associated with when I saw it. Yeah, the, the whole warding off spirits to trick them and stuff. That's just made up by the movie. I, I really like it. But that, yeah. that is the implication that she finds in the book that the both the obsession with mazes and the reverse house is as some form of trickery for some sort of like evil. 
Uh, and same with the doll. The doll is like to deflect the yeah. attention of you. I mean, you see, even the floor plan to the house was given to him by someone. And it said like, it, it had like some sort of message in it, like, like here you go, this will help or something like that. Oh yeah, from someone named D. Yeah. Just just a letter. Yeah. Which we never learned more about. No. I, was, I was expecting we might learn more about that, but we don't. I'm kind of glad we don't learn yeah, more they, about Yeah, it. they don't, they don't, like... We'll learn about D in the sequel. Yeah, they don't hit on it a bunch to make you want more. It's just something if you notice, cool, if you don't know. D stands for devil. But yes, so she learns about this bookstore in Utica. She decides to take a day trip to Utica to figure out why he was going there to get the books. And why they don't know about Steve Pams. Yeah. It's more of an all It's more of an And she finds one of the girls from the picture in there. In fact, the bookstore is the library from the picture where the girls photographed. Yeah. And And this was the most recent picture of as well. She so. confronts the hell out of him. He's snarky. Very snarky in this scene. I feel like we're missing so many Claire scenes. Is this like... No, no, no. Because the, the Claire scene happens after she meets the No, girl. there's multiple Claire scenes. No but one cares about Claire. Because there's one where she's talking about her husband's infidelities, and then there's another one when she actually goes to Claire's house. Yeah, that's the, yeah, that's the that's scene later. we're building up to. Yeah, that's yeah then we skipped a clear scene where she's talking about her husband's infidelity. That's before the bar. There's another one after the bar where she talks about finding the different pictures of all the different people. Oh, okay, there was a clear scene after the bar where she <laughs> saw the <laughs> There we go, we got it, we got it. <laughs> Which means I think we're probably missing another horror scene as well. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. It's jarring on purpose. <laughs> it is. I don't. I don't know anymore. I don't believe Craig ever. It's. It, he's it's not somewhere. worth believing. He's I wrote worth the movie. Allegedly, I've seen it more than y'all. Uh, I don't think I've seen it. No. But yeah. So she. He's com- acting crazy. She, she, she glasses. She confronts this girl who looks like her. I can't remember what her name is. Madeline. Madeline. Okay. Albright. I don't even think they ever mentioned her name. That's just what she's accredited as. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't... No, she does, no she does introduce herself. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah I'm... Yeah. I'm uh, whatever the main... Yeah, no, the main girl. Oh, uh, Beth. I'm Beth. What's her last name? And she There's says... kind of a weird name. And then yeah. the other girl says, Oh, I'm Madeline. Doesn't give a last name. And then she goes, You know my husband. And she goes, No, I don't. She goes, Oh, It started blank. with this C. Car, car something. Doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. And uh, that's when the girl very obviously recognizes... She calls for help. Yeah, recognizes no. Owen. She's like, look, I'm not going to murder you. I, like, th- this is a done deal. I just want to know what happened. If, yeah. you want my, if you want to murder me, I have to talk to my supervisor first. <laughs> yeah. My break's not till four. <laughs> I just love, can you take your hair down? Why? Because you were fucking my husband and I asked you nicely. It's yeah. <laughs> true. Oh, anytime she's talking to another person that isn't her friend, she's just the snarkiest and I love it. Yeah. But yeah, she girl. claims they never fucked. Yeah. Yes. But she would have. And the, this yeah. is where she goes to Claire. Not, not yet. She claims that in the next mm-hmm. scene. This is where she goes to Claire and talks about, like, yeah, I, I found the girl in the picture and... She says the word fucking a lot. Yeah, yeah she does. And, and Claire's like, well... And, 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 they show you in the beginning of the scene, there's children there. And she's like, she's always looking like, okay, I'm going to swear a lot now that children are yeah. paying attention. <laughs> That's some good attention to She's Claire, responsible. Claire's like, well, did you believe her when she said she didn't sleep with him? And she's like, yeah, that's actually kind of the problem. If it were just cheating, I'd have an explanation for it. But this is way weirder than cheating. Yeah. And I actually kind of agree with that. Like, if I found out that, like, my wife was cheating on, some, cheating on me with someone who looked exactly like me, I'd be like, 
why. Yeah, that's a step too Like, far. what? <laughs> but then it gets this bridge weirder when you find out that she is not, in fact, sleeping with the person who looks exactly like you. Especially weird, because it's hard to find someone as tall and thin as you. Doug Jones doesn't live around here. That's hard to think. Although I did meet a six foot eight kid at Magic, and my legs are longer than his. That's good to know. We know. Got long legs. Yeah, yeah, you do. Like when we're sitting down on the like the same level of seat, we're like the same height. Mm -hmm. It's weird. I'm like the shortest. You have like a normal. You're on a low chair. Yeah. Um, A low boy. You're also compact. Yeah. He's like a he's like a anti gravity ball. (laughs) Uh, anti matter ball. I meant to say. I have. You know, I feel like I'm a black. And now that we're like, you're like, like the Claire scenes really don't matter too much in the story. They, they matter in that. Well, then the Claire kind of matters in the ending of the movie. Yeah. yeah. The, the, it's, those purpose of those scenes is just for Beth to bounce off ideas yeah, of Claire. It's, it's, it's basically to get the audience up to speed with what Beth yeah, is. Exactly. It, it, yeah, it's for the exposition. The yeah. exposition scenes. Where it never feels as. It doesn't make you as wary as the male scenes. The male scenes are few and far between, but they're like. They, they're really good red herrings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but so she tells her all that, and, and Claire tells her just get out of the house. And she's like, you know what, I will. I'm going to go pack up a bag and stay in a hotel for a few days. Um, which is what she intends to do. Uh, but when she's at the house packing up, we she We get has, a good misdirection here. Yeah. you. She's upstairs and she's crying and she yells about uh, Owen to freaking talk to me. I'm getting out of here. No, not, I'm not leaving yet. this bitch. That, that's later. She, she's There's, packing up. She has three knocks. Yeah, but didn't she say something before that? She calls to him when hearing the knocks of that, that thought. I could be wrong. No, that that's late. That's, that's I don't late. trust you, Craig. So that's later on. She's packing up her stuff. She's like uh, drinking, of course. She hears that's the good. knocks yeah. and she's like, oh, fuck, I'm being fucked with again. So she goes to the door and you see someone move out of the way. It's like, oh, this oh, is not a scary thing. Good. And she's open it up and it's, and it's Madeline going back to the car. And she's like, I oh, didn't yeah, think yeah. you were home, even though. There's cars in the... I I hate... Like, that's happened to me twice in the past weeks. I had contractors in my house. There are two cars in the parking lot. In in my driveway. Someone's fucking home. Yeah, you know someone's home. Uh, But... I actually believe it in this scene, though, because it feels like Madeline does not want to have this conversation, so she's going away. Also, also, one thing, like, do they establish how close Mel lives? Because, I I don't know if you noticed at the end, uh, there is a truck parked next to... The car as well. He looks close enough driveway. that he can hear yelling from the vicinity he, of the he's house. He's not a next door neighbor, but he's along the perimeter. Okay. Of the I, I was trying to figure out if that truck belonged to Mel and they shared a driveway, or if uh, maybe from from what I could just tell from the context, I think he lives like halfway between the other her house, house yeah. and the mm-hmm. night house because he's close enough to her that he can make it to her house and they know each other. But it's close enough that he. Regularly walks on the other side with his dog. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and Melts just came to get, like, clear her conscience and tell Madeline. her. Madeline just came to clear her conscience and tell uh, Bl- oh. uh, Beth. Beth. Mm-hmm. Everything. And she. Because there's some stuff she left out. Yeah, she tells him about how she's been out there before. How'd you know how to get here? Well, I've been here before. And she tells her, like, we walked to the other home, which really throws Beth for a loop. He's he very happy about yeah, it. He's he's very proud proud of it. He tried to strangle her, but when she asked him to stop, he did. And that's when he drove her home crying, that saying... She she didn't think it was like a murder thing. She thought it was just some weird sexual yeah, thing. Because he stopped immediately. And yeah. he started crying when he was holding her. And she said it felt nice. And then on the drive home, he told her, uh, I'm going to end it all. Yep. 
Which, again, he thought was a relationship-related thing. Like, oh, yeah. my relationship's not working. I'm gonna end that. Yeah. Um, and then she just leaves. Yeah. That's the last receiver. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Alive. And, and when she's leaving, it's raining a lot more than it was before when she got there. And then the next thing we have is a Beth, like, on the other side of the lake, rushing to the house. This is the end of the movie. Exactly. This is where it starts. Also, we, yeah. Okay, so we definitely skipped over the scene where he's, she's, like, in the workshop. Uh, no, that comes when she gets back and she dries off. Oh, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. She's in the workshop. She's getting some booze. She sees the... the she sees the negative space monster. Yeah. Negative space, the negative space monster. It, yep, negative space monster. And she the drops NSM. the thing. Yeah, that... I think that was uh, one of the horror scenes after the uh, the Blair scene. Yeah, that, that, might have been, that might be one of the ones you yeah. missed. Yeah, because there's another one where she... It, 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 was just, it was just a very good example of the negative space. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you see, like, a silhouette of a man and it turns at her. Yeah, and it that's, slowly that's, gets more defined. That's the mo- most of the time where we see whatever it is that we haven't defined yet. It's just negative space within the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or the, the reverse house. Yeah, and then she looks at it and it's like, yeah, it's shadow. or It's, yeah. it's a dude. It's a bald dude. It looks like a bald dude. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, yeah, so back to there. She's r- rushing through the forest, pouring rain. She gets into the house. And she just breaks down and starts yelling yeah. at him. She starts yelling like, "Yeah, hey, you want me? Come and get me!" Come on. Yeah, you son of a bitch. And she's like super black out at this point, stumbling, missaying words, laughing at herself, crying at herself. Um, and then she drops her flashlight and giggles. And when she goes to pick it up, breaks through the floor and just sees a ton of bodies. Yeah. So many bodies. Um, and she sprints home, calls Claire, and just tells her like, "I should have left it alone. You were right." Yeah, well, well, she calls Claire, but she gets the answering machine. Yeah, and she yeah she's the middle of the night. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she tells her, you know, she should have left it alone, but she's always way worse. She doesn't know what to do. I'd want to look. I'd want to watch it again because when she gets back into the house, they made an effort to emphasize the mud on her shoes. Yeah. Yes. And I didn't look to see when Claire showed up if the mud was still if there. There was any mud? The the lo- the, I feel like the, that. I feel like they wouldn't have emphasized if it wasn't important. The rain jacket was that she ripped. The rain jacket off. was on the floor. Yeah, that but, she ripped off. But I mean, that doesn't. That, that could well, be. but it was in front of the door. Like it was. It, it was in the same spot where she ripped it off and dropped it. Mm-hmm. Um, but she uh, gets home, and that's where all horror movie breaks loose. Yeah. Well, well and she has then, the showers. The classic horror she, movie shower scene. She then has that scene you were talking about, where she's like, "I miss you, Owen." That's right when she gets out the shower because the music starts. She's in the shower. Oh, the, the music, music, actually, right. the music right. actually gets her out of the shower. Yeah. Right. She, yeah. Breaks down. It says, I miss you. Just come back to me. Come back to me. And it says here on the glass. Ooh. Right. I remember the events. She's muddied. She's upset. She takes off. Goes to the shower. Gets clean. Puts on the shirt. Uh, she gets out of the bathroom. And then the music. She's like, what the fuck? And she goes. And then music off. And the lights downstairs turn off. And then she has the whole emotional thing about how she misses Owen. Asks him to come back. She wants him here, and she's like, where are you? I miss you so much. And then she slowly looks up, sees the fogged up mirror in the bathroom, and it just says the words here as if they were painted Have you ever written a a message on the mirror from when it fogs up? No. That's awesome. Just do it. I won't lie. This scene got me, though, because I thought thought it was going to be a turn about how uh, Amityville-esque horror where the house is haunted in some crazy way and Owen is protecting it. That's what I thought. I was I was sold that Owen was I'm still you. technically right. I did yeah. notice that while you two were like talking a bit that both of you like your expectations of what was gonna happen wasn't 
Oh yeah, it was way now. Because she starts getting felt up by the ghost. The ghost is she's touching it. It's what, solid. The ghost banging. It is. Yeah. It is a cool effect because they show a lot of like close ups on her hand, like she's touching Pressing. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like glass, you know, and it flattens. Yeah. And she pulls him close, and he and he and he hugs her from behind, and she just goes, "Oh my god, I'm gonna blah blah," and then she just goes, "Owen," and he goes, "No," and shit breaks loose. He slams her into no, the glass. I'm not Owen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually wish it hadn't said I'm not Owen, but that's. I remember hearing that and being like, eh. I, I, I'm okay with that. I just wish it wasn't like, no, pause. Yeah. I'm not Owen. I wish it was just like, no, I'm not Owen. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. would have been good too. Mm-hmm. Um, and it starts smashing her into the well, glass and she gets to well, so no, She looks in the mirror and she sees someone who's not her. Yeah, and then gets smashed. And then she no, well, no, then no. she did, sees did, did, Owen come in and start murdering the girl. No, she's no, no, correct. She's no, already been no, thrown once because no. when she's looking at that, the glass is no, broken. The glass breaks when Owen comes in in the mirror and smashes the, the girl's the head. The first thing glass. that happens is the door slams. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, when she tries yeah. to get out, she turns around, looks in the mirror, yeah. and she sees someone that's not her but wearing the same shirt. Yeah. Then Owen comes in yeah. in the reflection, slams her against the mirror, and cracks the mirror. Yeah. And then they have the fight, and then when she goes to approach, the thing slams her into it, and that transfer her into the other side. Yeah, into the reverse house. Reverse house. And then what you basically get treated is to a bunch of scenes of Owen murdering murdering girls who look like her, and then when he does that, the same thing's happening to her. Yes. All the while, uh, she looks around, and the negative space dude is constantly yeah. everywhere. And it's whipping her around. It chokes the her. The danger space dude is moving too. It's yeah. actually a really cool effect how they make this thing. He's changing, yeah. I love the cinema. He's changing the house to fit his yeah. space. Um, and she gets dragged by her feet, just like a dead woman does by Owen, into the living room. And, and all the while, there's like all these other people, that, all these other women that like are underneath the floorboards or under the she bed. She falls downstairs at one and, point. And they're like, hide. Yeah. She falls down the stairs at one point and cracks her head against the wall. The whole disa- she's getting put through the ringer. Um, but she's standing there now after getting dragged into the living room. She's able to stand up because Owen is sitting on the couch. Oh, th- yeah, that's what happened. She falls down the stairs, yeah. cracks her head, and then she's in the living room. It's Christmas. It's dark, but there's a fireplace with fire. There's a Christmas tree with presents. And Owen's on the couch, and she's on the couch. Ca- a different her. Yeah, it is that, but it is, this time it's actually her, not a not yeah, someone yeah. who looks yeah, yeah. similar to her. And, and it's her with her, and she's her head is in his lap, and she's sleeping. And you have the moment of the actual Owen just, like, being all sad and shit, and then it's... Well, Owen goes to choke her. Yeah. Well, not yet. He does that while the thing's talking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the Nothing is talking, and it's giving us the exposition of what it is and why it's here. Uh, it's talking about, you know, do you remember me? You saw me all them years ago. You know, I've always been there. And I've been whispering in Owen's I'll ear. Watch you back. So, yeah, I've been so what whispering. it is? What it is is death from Final Destination, but he's changed up his tactics. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think what it kind of sort of states itself as is lib- uh, the embodiment of nothingness. Yeah, like it's it, nothing it, it is the oblivion of death. Yes. Yeah. And it tells her, you know, I've been. I tried to get Owen to kill you. I, I was whispering in his it. ear, and he wouldn't do it. And he kept sending me them, and she goes, yeah. "Oh, he tricked you." And so he goes, yeah, for a while. Yeah, yeah, because it's all from the the Cardoir book, where it's like you have to set up these mazes, and you have to use these lookalikes that sort of look like you to trick it, and it's all like these occult tricks that it, he's been using to hold it off for as long as so possible. The, so that right? is the implication of what's been happening: that death 
instead of setting up Rube Goldberg deaths to try and get its due, has instead been whispering in her husband's ear like, hey, you should kill your wife. Hey, kill your wife. Kill your wife. Kill your wife. Kill your wife. And he's been dealing with that. In order to deal with that, his, his way of dealing with it was to build a fake version of the house and murder fake versions of her yeah. in order to throw death off his scent. But it didn't It didn't work. It just kept getting worse. Like, hey, uh, hey. I was just checking in, and I noticed uh, you didn't murder the girl that yeah. I want you to murder yet. You just keep sending me fake ones. So, uh, okay, well then, I guess she's not going to be safe until I kill myself, and no. that's what he did. I do think it's sort of weird that, you know, that the embodiment of nothingness is just obsessed with this singular specifically I mean, I think is it because many... it's all her grief and it's all in her head maybe I, I don't know I mean I think a million Very people ridiculous. are probably going through exactly what she's going through right now if it's real I mean it could be just yeah. fucking with everyone in the yeah, world anyone it wants to it could be mm-hmm. doing this well just people that die but then come back to yeah life. of course of course because you would feel cheated if you were nothingness and you're like I actually, another soul. I actually like, think hey, the ending did a away. good part yeah. on that so anyways after the scene she tries to run she can't it gets her and it puts her into the pose of the statue. Yeah. And she's, like, struggling. Yeah, it's it's doing a number on her. And then we switch back to daytime. Morning. Uh, yeah, morning. Claire comes. because she, she got the... No, daytime's, like, the entirety of the day. This was the morning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's implica- it it's Im- implicates that, you know, she got the message that... Yeah, and just uh, shot over. And she's like, Beth, where are you? Yeah. And she's shouting Beth's name, and Mel hears it from a few house downwards, and he starts making Because she sees uh, the... The uh, bag. She see, Claire sees the bag of evidence, the evidence with yeah, the, the evidence lock that's supposed to go around your pistol trigger. Mm-hmm. On. Yep. And so she rushes back upstairs. She looks at the big windows and she sees Beth down uh, in the rowboat that yeah. Owen killed himself in, and yeah. she's out in the middle of the lake. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, she's just kind of off the shore a little. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she's yeah. just kind of off the shore. <laughs> no, you're not that far. In. And then it switches back, and she's no longer in the post. She's now in the the rowboat. And it's that that whole red scenery and the darkness. Two, two moons, a red moon and a white moon. Yeah, pink moon, really. Pink moon, yeah. And uh, cause the, the the reverse plan of the house, and, you know, yeah, all that shit. Yeah. And uh, she, uh, Owen's on the other side, but it's not Owen. It's nothing. nothing. And she's like, "Well, where's Owen?" He's like, gone. "He's gone, gone. Yeah. He can't protect you. Never protect me. Come back to me." And and the the gun slides into her hand. Yeah, well he put he sets it, yeah. he gives it right to her. Yep. He's like, here, because Owen's holding the gun, of course. Cause they they the scene opens with them playing out the suicide. He's yep. got the note mm-hmm. he finished, he folds it up and he grabs the gun, he's ready to commit suicide. And I actually thought they were gonna play out the whole scene. But I, I did with too, that. Yeah. I was like, this is gonna be a mind no, instead mm-hmm. it's it's actually a really cool turn that it's it's the yeah. nothing. Yeah, he gives her the gun and then it, this is all cut with like Claire and Mel finding her, and they can see that in the lake. She's also got the gun pointed at herself. Yeah, they, they do a like they do a few situations where like it, it like the you know the calling her name where like in a lot of movies you would be calling her name and you hear gunfire. Yeah. And they do that like kind of like the fake out the fake out like twice during the scene. Yeah, the, the and very, she does hear it on the other side. Yeah, the climactic part of this scene is when she points the gun at her face, and the everything goes quiet. The soundtrack cuts out. Like all the sound well, cuts out. The, uh, nothing is also saying like. Nothing matters. Yeah, yeah. Just, it, nothing's gonna change. Come back to me. Yeah. Just, just fucking do it. I'm and gonna it, get you. And it, it just weighs on you with the inevitability of it. Because yeah. whether she dies today or forty years from now, from yeah. all old age, she's gonna go back to nothing. Yeah. Like it's always waiting. Yeah. And so the, there's that part where she's got the gun pointed at herself. All the sound cuts out, 
and you were waiting for the gunshot. Oh, yeah, you know it's going to happen. But instead of the gunshot, you hear Claire's voice yelling for her. Yeah. yeah. And she pulls her out of the boat and swims her back to... And, and, well, well, she puts the gun down. Oh, And then there's, one, there's really one last thing where nothing's like, okay, you win today, but I'm not going to give up on this. Yeah, and that, luck. it is worth noting that she does take the gun off herself, because I think that lends to Jake's theory, which I don't buy, but I think that scene lends to it way more, because it's not her being saved by Claire. She would have not done it anyways, um, which is good. Well, And also, I, I want to say that if... The director of this movie didn't make the ritual where they obviously show the monster it's obviously supernatural. I think that what I'm saying would be more likely to be the, the point of the movie where it's not actually like there's not actually a monster. You know, it's so it's just a you know an, an analog for her grief. Well, so hold on real quick because the last scene is what really bugs yeah, me. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, Blair swims out. She grabs uh, Beth out of the Claire. boat. Claire. I've been saying Claire, Blair Claire. as well. It's she, Claire. Claire swims out, grabs Beth out of the boat. She swim, swims her back to the dock where Mel's waiting, and uh, they, they hug her close, and uh, uh, Beth looks out to the boat, and you, you clearly see, like, a dark patch yeah. of water a shadow. above... Yeah, a shadow above the boat, mm-hmm. which... Uh, In the spot where, where it was. Yeah, where nothing was sitting, and uh, Mel says, what are you looking at? Nothing's there. And she replies, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so here's where uh, I had a problem with the movie. Because I don't think the ideal that the movie is in, you know, uh, uh, what's the word? Also, credits run the end. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, analogy for grief. Of course it is. I, I, I'm well, fully uh, in there, there's, yeah. no, there's no argument I'm, that that is I'm what the movie is going for. I think if the, if the movie intended to be ambiguous, it did it poorly. Okay. If that was their intention, I'm not going to assume that either way. Because to me... Uh, DJ said at the beginning, it was super cut and dry for a handful of reasons, and I I have some personal changes I would like to make to make it more ambiguous. Yeah, yeah I, I also agree. believe that unlike Babadook, which is very ambiguous, yeah, I think in this movie it's a little bit more clear that it is a supernatural and, thing. And that's why I'm saying that if it wasn't for the if it wasn't for me knowing that the director did the ritual, which was not ambiguous, yeah, then I would have believed more that that was the purpose of the movie. Yeah. I do. Like, I do think that the director wanted this to be... It's, it's a monster movie. Yeah, it's a monster movie. But I think it could have been done better yeah. to make it more ambiguous. That said, I do think it does a really good job of just portraying a very nihilist mindset of... Yes, there could very well be nothing after death, and it's horrifying. Oh, it's it's yeah. haunting. Yeah. No, the, the, the themes of the movie are very strong. And even if, it is, even if it is blatantly supernatural, which I think it is... It still has a very strong thematic through line of dealing with both the inevitability of death and the grief that surrounds the loss of a loved one. But I also do think that, like, so to play on the, like, them trying to make it ambiguous more, like, so her husband dies, she finds out that he might have been cheating on her, that he might have been, there was something going on behind her back, right? It makes sense in her mind to do whatever she can to villainize him at that point. Oh, yeah, 100%. Where, like, you know, she wants to believe he's a monster, so these are the monstrous things he did. I I think this movie lays the groundwork for being an incredible psychological thriller, Mm -hmm. and then it just defaults to, but we want it to be a monster movie. Yeah. That's what I think. That's my only critique. I I do think they do show the monster, because I do agree that monster's the right word for it, throughout the film. Yeah. And that it, it, the, the supernatural aspects throughout does lend to the fact that like the books with the, the yeah. trick and the evil spirit like it is set up 
for that to be the ending. Yeah. So it's not an afterthought. Yeah, yeah. No, it, correct. They wanted it. But so a couple of things I would have like changed about the movie, for example. I would have made the voice of nothing her voice pitched down. Ooh, I would have good. made it her voice pitched down because then you're really fucking with is it mm -hmm. her voice or not? Is it in her head? That could work. I right. would have made Mel vehemently deny the existence of a house out there. You don't ever have to show someone going to prove it's not there. But if he was just like, there's nothing out there, there's nothing out there, I would have been like, okay, so this guy. So Mel thinks. does never say he knows of the house. Out no, there. but when she says, I found the house, she has the thing, she has uh -huh. the thing, she throws it, she's yeah, pissed he got, off. Yeah, he He's just like brushing it off. Like yeah, he, he does say, he does say, I knew he went out there, but yeah. he never saw the so house. So if he had didn't, actually, no, that that is interesting that you point that out because yeah. if he because he wanders, it does seem like something he would have seen. He wanders those woods with his dog every day. I do think if they had spent as much time developing. Mel and yeah. Beth, as they did with Claire and Beth, and it, it yeah. could have really helped. Mel was far more important to the story than Claire, yeah, yeah. and Mel got nowhere near the, the screen. Time. But in order, yeah, to, about half of in, it as much I'd say. In order to make it more ambiguous, I do those two things. I would constantly have the characters talking about her drinking. She's drunk the whole time. Oh, yeah, that is true. But no one they calls her out. Her yeah, no one calls it out. Usually, in those types of like. Uh, analogy movies, they're like, hey, you're going through something way more than they did in this movie. Only they Mel do, did, they, like, they twice. Do it, yeah, they do it yeah. once at the bar where it's yeah. like, oh, you had enough, and then Mel does it. Yeah, like they could, yeah they could have harped on it a bit more. Those three things, I think, would have sold me more on, like, I can't tell if I'm in or Also, I think if you don't put the shadow on the boat at the very end, would have been way better. Mm -hmm. um, also, I will say this. When nothing is representative, uh, represented as negative space, that is amazing. When nothing is represented as Owen, not as amazing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my favorite part was, it it was talk. She was talking to Owen when he had the other her on his lap. Yeah. And they were talking, and you're and like, the eyes okay, were black. But when she switched to her on the couch and she looked up to look at Owen, there was a ceiling yeah. with the negative space. Yeah. I thought that was well. Done. That was very cool. I also, I interpret, if they ever try to remake John Dies at the end, that's the type of scene for the Shadow Men I yes, want. Yes, that's how the Shadow That's Men how I picture the Shadow Men. Do they but, portray, I can't even remember, like, John Dies. Yeah, Do they, they actually portray the Shadow Men? Yeah, they show him. I will say that, like, they, there's definitely, mm -hmm. there. Yeah, at the end. Yeah, definitely deserved criticism of the movie. But it's still a really good it's job good. for just a second no, directorial yeah. no, no, so this movie project. has... Project. So th this movie is not a bad movie. No, no, it's yeah. great. But it had the bones to be a great movie. Yeah. And it didn't, it didn't I, fall and, and I, I would just chop like I would just chop that up to like an experience. Yeah, I, I would also say that like the ritual is the better of the two movies. Actually. I loved the ritual. Oh yeah. Um, and I think the one thing that I would make me put ritual over this is the design of the Jotun because that thing looks fucking. Cool. It did look. Oh, cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I think once he gets more experience with more supernatural stuff, because there was nothing like. The, the, the supernatural elephant, el elephants, elements, classic. Because it, it's a giant thing, like an elephant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. The supernatural elements of uh, the ritual uh, were all like physical. You yeah. could see the Yotan, you also, could see the cultist. This guy's talent for dreamscape oh, cinematography, yes. the yeah. ability to switch between dreamscape and, and all that. He's yeah. got that's good stuff. I yeah, like to to touch on the like the inexperienced aspect of it, 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 it feels like. He's like he had that clear direction of like this is what he wants his movie to be, yeah. and then he accidentally stumbled upon the nuance of it and just stuck with his original yeah, plan. Yeah, which is respectable, but meh, I liked it. I yeah. liked it. Yeah. Um, all right, let's do. You have to pull up the score. Not yet though, because you know I'm assuming you're gonna guess on it. 
Yep. Um, let's do our scores on it, and then uh, uh, personal scores, then Rotten Tomato scores. Yeah, sure. yeah, right. that's how we do. Last you, time. Yeah, t- left of the dealer. So you. Um, I'd probably give this around like a six and a half. Okay. Um, Rotten Tomato score, I think it's roughly a seventy, and I think fan score is gonna oh, be a seventy. Oh, do we do them at 70. the same time? I thought we do the. Oh, I just decided to. You just decided. Okay. 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 What was your Rotten Tomato scores again? Uh, I'd say it's around a seventy Rotten Tomato and like a seventy-five fan. Okay. Uh, I'm torn because I like this is the type of movie that would scare the shit out of me if I watched it at, at, alone. Or oh even yeah. If Fran, because Franny and I feed off each other's fear for horror movies, mm-hmm. so if we were sitting on the couch watching this at night, I would lose my shit. Well, so this is 100 percent a a a movie to watch alone if you're trying to be yeah. scared. Uh, yeah. For for reference, when I first watched this, it was like midnight, one o'clock at night. It was raining outside. That's All my lights were off, this. and I was by myself, and it was free. First time. I loved it. I'll put this on a projector out by the pool so that I can be safe in my pool. <laughs> uh, but I, I did like it a lot. I just, it was too on the nose at the end for me. I was really hoping it would stay ambiguous because I loved the buildup. I think this movie successfully built up the supernatural element for me better than like 90% of movies I've seen that try to do that. So, yeah, I'll give it a 7-2. Okay. The payoff is an art form when it comes to horror movies because that is essentially what it is. It's a build up to a payoff. Yeah. And the payoff can be kind of hard to pull off. I think it's a reasonably good payoff, yeah. but not a great one, like Jake said. Yeah. Um, so I. And the build up is excellent. It's yeah. usually the best part of any horror movie. It's usually the part that people get right. Yeah. And this one gets it right. Um, I'm going to say that because of that, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. I think Ooh. it's uh, a relatively solid pick. Uh, I also think that critics will be relatively friendly to this movie because it's got that kind of like artsy indie feel to it. Yeah. No actors you really know, uh, kind of like small in scope and scale, but imaginative at the same time. Yeah. I think critics will like this. I think we're looking at 80, an 85 Rotten Tomato score. What about um, audience? Audience? Uh, audience probably about, about the same. Probably about where I'm at. I'm going to... I never gave my scores. I forgot. I'm going to flip it. I actually think critics are going to be kind of hard on it specifically because they're going to say something pretentious along yeah. the line. I feel like, if, like I feel like if the complaint, I think I feel like the complaint we're having is going to be the exact complaint that yeah. a critic will have. Yeah. So I, I'm, I think it's a respectable horror movie score, but it sounds like a bad score. I'm going to give it like a 67 for Rotten Tomatoes and a fan score of like 78. Okay. Well, uh, personally, I loved this movie, which yeah. is definitely why I brought it. It scared the bejesus out of me. I can I imagine. Watch it, watch it at night and like, all those jump scares, they really get you when you're a fighter. You know what I really like about the jump scares in this movie? They're not entirely scene changing. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, something like The Ring. A jump scare in The Ring is completely notating, like, the event of that scene. Whereas this, the jump scare is just kind of to get you into it. Oh, yeah. And I really like that about it. The music is really loud. You know it's coming, and yet it's still like a huh, and then you get this ominous build. Yeah, you definitely, like, once you get the pattern of the movie, you know that, oh, okay, we're going to go into the horror thing, but it still gets it you still when it gets you. And I really like, I love the acting. The acting was great, especially the, the, the main character. Acting was phenomenal, mm-hmm. yeah. and the cinematography was phenomenal. Cinemat- cinematography. The cinematography the was cinema by was. far the best thing yeah. Yeah. Like, it was hands down, like, Gorgeous. the crowning jewel of the movie. That's kind of why I think critics are going to eat it up. Yeah? Not mm-hmm. only that, not only that, but the whole, like, premise of the movie is also very imaginative. Like, it goes a little bit further beyond, like, there's a ghost yeah. tormenting mm-hmm. a woman, or there's a monster tormenting a woman. And I think that holds true for the ritual too. Like this guy's got a bit of imagination. When it comes oh yeah, to yeah. David Bruckner, yeah. I, he, I really like where he's going. So I, I definitely, 
I haven't seen the. I do have to see the original Hellraiser before I watch the, the remake. Yeah. Bring it to HIJ next year. Ooh, yeah. Well, I can't. They've seen it. Oh, because um, he don't, he tries to say that. Yeah, that's on your. That's my whole thing. You've never seen the original Hellraiser? Oh, yeah. oh I, I forget he's never seen like any, any of the original. Yeah. If the movie yeah. came out for two thousand. You probably didn't watch it. Hey, I, I've I've seen some older, a couple older things, but not most of yeah. it. Hellraiser's um, great. To be fair, Hellraiser is. <sighs> Hellraiser one is great. It is. It is a good movie. I, I like Hellraiser. I'm not one, asking you to not... critique the sequels. I never would do that to you. Hellraiser, Hellraiser has arguably Hellraiser the worst face. Fran- Hellraiser has arguably the worst franchise, and that's not one of them. Is that one of them? Uh, but yeah, there's uh, like five of them. It's. I, I yeah, like. That's hard to argue against. I'm gonna. I'm, I just want to hurry this up because I do have to. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> my bladder's weak. That's right. We're at the end. But yeah. Uh, overall, uh, I am old. Stop it. <laughs> but yeah, I. Did enjoy like all the the cult stuff and supernatural stuff. So I I for me it's a solid eight point five. Just for my own personal yeah, taste, not record breaking, but very good. Yeah. yeah, it's not the best horror movie you've seen, but it is a pretty good one. As also, for... the main character of this movie is in a lot of things. Oh really? Yep. I still. But well, uh... um, I mean, so things that you might recognize: the town, the prestige. No. Nope. Nope. Ooh, the prestige. The prestige. Yeah, I'm pretty right. sure she's the love interest. What's your prestige. score? Your Rotten Tomato score before you look it up. Uh, oh, I, I've already had it set in my mind while I'm looking it up. I would say that the um, uh, critics will give it an 83, while audience will give it a... Um, I'm going to go with 76. Okay, audience lower. It's rare, but it's happened. Just because I think the... the audiences will love it, but the cinematography and all that, will. Yeah. the critics will eat that up. The night... I love the name of it too, and the fact that it's not like heavy-handed with it. Okay, do you want the scores? Yeah, hit it. Okay, uh, critics, eighty-seven. Wow, that was close. Yeah, you were real close. Who, uh, who got the the best? Would I you? said eighty-five for yeah. critics. So, yeah. Okay, then yeah, you. And then audience, <laughs> nice, nice, sixty-nine. Hey, so you were right about audience score being lower too. Yeah, I said. Wait, what did you say for audience score? I said 76. I said 78. 78. I said 75. Oh, oh, oh okay. He wins it. Yeah, I, I mean, I have no qualms with it. I had a good time, and I would probably recommend Slash watch it again. I definitely enjoyed it, but... Yeah, it, it, it didn't... It wasn't bad to watch again. I still enjoyed it the second time. Yeah, no problem. I actually think this movie would, would benefit from my second watch because you can kind of look out for the things that... Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of what I was doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, next uh, episode, next week's, because if we keep the schedule up, we'll definitely be able to do this consistent. I've already got the one scheduled. Uh, next week's is DJ's pick. Did yep. you Did you solid? I will solid confirm. I think that's a bad idea. But to solid okay. confirm Leave anyway. yourself loose. Because you know, something could happen. I could be like, oh, we can't find any real reasonable way to watch this movie. And, okay. uh, do you have a movie that you might not reasonably be able to watch? No, I think this one will be really relatively easy to find, but better safe than sorry. I've been tried. So. We're, we're building suspense; it'll make people have to. This is the first time I've oh, yeah. locked in the movie. Ever. Like uh, uh, for for this movie, I had already watched it like a few months ago on Amazon Prime, so I knew I'd be able to find it. And then it was just coincidentally, I went on HBO to watch Barry, mm-hmm. which is what one of the options ah, was And I saw the movie on there. I was like, actually, no, I think I went to go watch Antlers. It was an okay horror movie. I've heard first. of that one. Yeah, it wasn't that great. But then I saw The Night House, I was like, ooh, that's good to know. My, my, my movie that I'm bringing, I watched last week. Oh. What a wild card. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alright, so that'll do it for this week's episode of Men in, Men in the Machine, Halloween in July, uh, Year 5, Episode 2. Craig's Choice. 
Wait, part two. Cameo from Ted Raimi at the beginning. That's true. Uh, I'm Kevin. Jake. I'm Craig. And I'm DJ. Thanks for listening. And as you can see, over here we have the man.